Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's going on, guys? Guys. Hey. Guys. Gibby is under the weather, but he's here. He's yeah. doing this for you. It's gotten worse. I swear you were under the weather last time you were here. Yeah, it's up. It's, I've, I've gotten downgraded to bronchitis. Bro, your uh, immune system, man. I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on. You need it's to eat some of that. my asthma. You need some of those alfalfa sprouts and yeah. you need to go organic on us, huh? Yeah, that's it. Maybe man. vegetarian? Yeah, possibly. Pescatarian. Pescatarian. Hey, at least you can eat fish. Vegan. Um, so first, I want to, th- you know, it's, uh, no, uh, Movember's done. So thanks to everybody for your donations. Yes. Um, wherever you donated, whether it's with us or All Habs or somebody else, I mean, thanks. It's uh, for a good cause mm-hmm. for men's health, right? Men's matter. Uh, men's matter, too. <laughs> men's matter. Men matter, too, huh? Yeah. To all those <laughs> feminists. No, I'm just joking. Equalist. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for the donations. Um, I want to give a shout out to the No Respect podcast. So I've been in touch with Mackies, and we were supposed to set something up. We're supposed to, uh, he was going to jump on our podcast, or I'm going to jump over there, or wh- either or. He's going to be a guest. I think uh, next week we're going to try and make it happen. So shout out to those guys. I mean, if you like a little more of a unfiltered type podcast where you know fan based yeah, fan base where they, they they really let you know they it's a little more uh r-rated than ours yeah. but still good stuff I, I like listening to those guys yeah so give no respect podcast uh, a listen it's our friends over there and um yeah i mean last night kotka versus kachuk yeah uh round one and uh we got to give the first round, round to uh, kotka niemi yeah we gets, do gets a nice apple Kachuk, uh, Kachuk was pretty good. Yeah, he hit, was. The, hit the post a couple times, but um, we're gonna give round one to uh, our boy Kotka Niemi. Mm-hmm. So on today's show, we're gonna talk about current events, Habs news, coulda, woulda, shoulda with Sherback, Kotka Niemi's development, Brett Kulak and the first pairing, All Star voting, truth or doo doo, and so much more. But first. Let's take you to one of our favorite sponsors. What if you could listen to what the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time was listening to as he gets focused for the biggest race of his life? What if you could hear what your favorite athlete was listening to while he was warming up catching balls in the end zone, or what that snowboarder was listening to while they were flying 150 feet through the air? What if you could listen to whatever anyone was listening to? at the same point in time as them. What have I told you? Now you can. The Sunspot app. Gibby, tell them about it. All right, Sunspot. Connecting people with creators. Create a playlist, add tracks, share the link, listen to music at the exact same time as your friends. A silent disco for the World Wide Web. No ads, no fees, all yours. Sync, stream, share. Yeah. Yeah. So Sunspot, yeah, download the app. Like I said, Bruce 
Richardson, busy guy, but Such we will have him man. on. It's, it's yeah. my fault. Listen, all these things, it's my fault. Like, I've been terrible at scheduling lately. I'm getting married next year. I got a bunch of stuff on my plate. I've been a little bit busy with renovations and stuff like that. But On the go, on the I go. I will, you know, we're still providing uh, our uh, podcast to you, so just be patient with the guests. They, they will come. Yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, now it's time for What Has Happened Since We've Been Gone. So, Baby It's Cold Outside, a Christmas song, is getting cut out of rotation from more than a couple of radio stations due to its controversial message. Have you heard that song? Well, obviously I've heard that song. But, okay, (laughs) I didn't Google why it's getting cut, but I have a theory as to why, but why is it getting cut? Okay, I'll explain it to you. So, yeah, the song is pretty much, I mean, I guess it's a kind of a, it's in the song what's happening is the the lady kind of wants to leave, but the man is kind of keep singing like, you know, please stay with me, it's cold outside. So And there's a, a couple references in, in the song saying, you know, the lady asks, what's in that drink? And he says, don't worry, don't have, you know? Oh, <laughs> like it, okay. So there's there, there's definitely, I understand where it's coming from, and it is a very sensitive time in the, it's sensitive climate right now, mm-hmm. so I get it, I get it. It is, a, I mean, obviously that's not what they meant by the message. I mean, no. it's just stay with me, I don't want you to leave, it's cold outside. He right? just wants to snuggle. But I get where they're coming from. I don't know where I sit on this. I guess I'll just kind of agree with it. It's one less Christmas song yeah. to listen to. <laughs> Pretty much it. Yeah, so you're not a you're not a Christmas song guy. Actually, you know what? Lately, I have been. Yeah, um, I, I like a couple. Yeah, I like Band Aid. Band Aid. Yeah, the the, the uh, British. Uh, Free feed. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good song. Let them know. That's my track right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got into a little bit of a mood uh, this week. This when I put up the Christmas tree with the fiance. Um, Chestnuts I turned on turned on, on some music and she was like see the thing is <laughs> thing with women they don't want to like when like they hate on us when we're not cute and then when we are cute they look at us like what the hell's wrong with you so like it's like when it's like a lose-lose situation so I turned on some music some Christmas music trying to be Christmassy and she looked at me like what the hell's wrong with you so I shut it right off and I just like you know what do your own Christmas she tree r- she ruined the mood yeah huh? Like, what the heck? Like, we're, yeah. we're supposed to be doing this together. Yeah. But yeah, so the song is actually called Do They Know It's Christmas? So. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there it is. Anytime this song plays. <laughs> I get hype. It's Christmas time. No okay, enough of that. Have you uh, seen <laughs> Daddy's Home too? I have, yeah. yeah that's in that. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. So, getting to some sports now. A uh, Canadian boxer, Adonis Stevenson, was uh, in a medically induced coma after a knockout loss to Alexander Govodzdich in Quebec City. Scary thing, man. It was just it looked like a normal fight, normal knockout. Um, but then after brain trauma he's still in the hospital right now and he's uh, still under he's still in a coma it's some That's scary rough, stuff man, man. yeah it's an older stuff. fighter but you know a lot of people have commented on this and said they didn't see it really coming it just it looked like a regular fight but this is what happens sometimes with the years of punishment i mean yeah. sometimes the, these things could happen so uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him mm-hmm. uh another fight tyson fury versus deontay wilder heavyweight bout this weekend i watched it Ended in a draw. What a fight. Uh, I didn't see it. I saw a lot of people saying how 
I don't know exactly, but I saw people were giving, I don't know to which boxer, the first two rounds, and the, everybody was saying, how the heck can you give it to them, to him, when the other guy should have won those first yeah, two rounds. So, so there's always the controversy th- the with boxing, The thing is, though, man. is a Wilder scored two knockouts in the fight. He scored one in the 12th round where it looked like uh, Fury was not going to get up. Yeah, it was a, a that was another blow. thing they talk about. Yeah, so, but I mean, I could see, I thought I was giving that fight to Fury. I thought he won maybe eight, nine rounds out of the whole fight, but mm-hmm. give those knockouts, I could see where the draw is. I want to see them fight again. I'm not, this is not one of those controversial ones. I think it's good. Let's see them fight again. Uh, the Packers fire head coach, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that's a little bit of a surprising thing, but I get it. They were, they're struggling. Nah, he was, he's, he's had this coming, man. He's a terrible, he's called some terrible plays over the years. He got Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in the game, bud. throw the ball. Uh, he's I called some bad the plays. Best quarterback in the game. One of the best. Okay. Let's say one of the top best. five. Yeah. Top, top three. three. Top three. Yeah. Um, I just didn't expect it, but I get it. They changed he had it coming. They had to change it, change it up. Something Aaron Rodgers says he didn't know about it. I disagree. He probably is the one who called <laughs> the shot. They so fired that guy. Get this guy out of here. Uh, Kyle Lowry was asked this week about his relationship between him and the GM. He says, he's the president and I'm the player. We both do our job. Still bitter. He's still bitter. Yeah, grow up. Like, still bitter. It's a business. Bruh. He's still bitter. It's, it's a business. Come on, man. Grow up. Yeah, be a man. Like he he was a, his, that's his best friend, and he just felt like he stole my best friend from me. Yeah. Grow up. Come on, man. Like, how could you be upset? You got this guy. <laughs> how could you be upset, man? Top you top the, laugh in the world. You got the guy with the best laugh in the game, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, the Flyers uh hire Chuck Fletcher as their new GM. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Any comments on it? No. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they needed. I think the Flyers need to go a little bit of a new direction. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully Chuck Fletcher uh, will help hopefully that out. Hopefully, his them. first line of business is get a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Trade Wayne Simmons to the Habs for uh, Charlie Lindgren and Carl Osner. <laughs> yeah, just throw it in. Yeah. Um, John Tortorella left Bobrovsky in the game for eight goals against yesterday against the Flames. How do you feel about that? We're sensitive about that. I know Montreal fans are sensitive. You look at that and you're like, whoa. You know what's hilarious? <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you brought that up, I instantly thought of the Patrick Waugh. Uh, well, of course, we got debacle. PTSD. Yeah. So the, funny, the fact that you bring that up is kind of funny to me. Um, I mean, it's, everybody expects that Bobrovsky's gone after this year, so. Whatever. Yeah, I Sucks guess but still contract year. I would be mad if I was a goalie in that net. Like what the I'm heck? Sure You're he making wasn't me look happy. bad, right? I'm sure he wasn't happy, but yeah. that was a fire. Yeah. That was nine six or something. Yeah, it was a good, but that, those happen once in a while. I still would have liked to see him pull him earlier. I think that's disrespect, but it is what it is. Disrespect. It's John Tortorella. Yeah. Uh, Gary Bettman says 2019-2020 salary cap ceiling. Will be roughly eighty three million. Yeah. So what is that? Four million extra. Yeah. Another think, Carl. Another so, Carl yeah. Alsner we can sign. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to disrespect uh, Carl anymore. Yeah, I know, man. Come on, man. He's it's handling, done. Like, no, he's, he's handling yeah, it. Man. He's handling everything very well. He's we being a stop. professional, so I'm stop. done with it. We got Carl Alsner. I'm done with it. I'm done. All right, and here it is. It's our Michael Phelps deep dive topic of the day. So basically, we're going to choose one of our pre-show topics to kind of give a little more of a deep dive into it. And, I mean, we had to choose this one. Seattle is getting a new team. They they wanted to start next year, 
but it was too early. They need to come up with a lot of money. There's a bunch of obstacles in the way. They're going to enter in 2021-2022 season. They will play in the Pacific Division, and the Coyotes will have to move to the Central yeah. So I'm going to ask you, will Seattle have a strong fan base? Will they be able to support this team? Yeah, I think they will be able to support the team. Um, basically, my thought process is, look, you look at the Seattle, teams like the Seattle Seahawks, you see how passionate their fans are. They're one yeah, of the 12th man, of the, right? Yeah, the 12th man, exactly. Yeah. It's one of the best uh, stadium, or well, the hardest stadiums Even to the play in. Seattle Sounders? Or yeah, whatever. Seattle They're Sounders. I was going to mention them from the this MLS as is, yeah. well. It was pretty good. Um I think they, they just won recently. They did, yeah. Year, recently, within the yeah. last couple of years. Yeah. But, um, they beat TFC, I think. In the, yeah, they yeah. beat TFC in the finals. Yeah. Um, and then, actually, I'm, I'm really excited that they have this team because I think we can possibly... I was looking at the map where Seattle is because I'm clueless. <laughs> Seattle's right really... Vancouver. Vancouver, maybe potentially having another uh, rivalry type thing. Yeah, start yeah. Up, I so. still think it should have been Quebec. <laughs> like, I want, I want Quebec... That's like a, that's like a, everybody's suspense. It's like a cliffhanger that Batman's doing. It's like, it's going to happen, but it's just like, when? Yeah. So we'll see. Are the none of it ice seals? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Something. We we'll need Canada of, needs another team. <laughs> have a bunch of animals. The first igloo <laughs> as a stadium. Um, so, okay. D- do you think though that the NHL has enough talent to support this new team? Talent in what? Like in players? Like terms yeah, of like, players? Yeah, Is of there enough good players? It, it, do you think that it's going to kind of saturate the league, though, because now you have a whole other team? Like, is it going to... Oh, there's a lot of... Honestly, I think it actually gives a little bit of a, a better opportunity for the younger guys to, to come up quicker, in a sense, because there's a lot more... There's a, it's going to be a lot more widespread talent. So I think that, that gives a little bit of a, a positive to the younger studs. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think actually, yeah, I agree with you. I think it it could go either way. I think it's like it could either it could make room for a couple of the guys who are kind of getting pushed out of the league, like guys who don't fit in, more veteran guys who yeah. we feel like are getting pushed out. There could be a spot for them, and also young guys too. Young guys coming up, they get an opportunity quicker. So it's just gonna help grow the game. It's just there's a there's a quicker outlet now. Now you don't have to stay in the minors for so long. You can almost jump right into the league, and it's just more players, more kids get opportunities. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a strong thing, and the same rules are gonna apply uh, as the Vegas expansion draft. You agree with that? Um, yeah, I liked it actually. It was pretty interesting because all year leading up to uh, all season leading up to the season that Vegas was coming in, everybody was speculating. Oh, who are we gonna protect? Who are we gonna um, like who are we going to let be available and hopefully take the risk on that they're not going to get picked up. Um, I actually think that it's a good idea to keep it that way, but I also think that the GMs are going to learn from their past lessons. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher for Seattle than it was for Vegas because obviously with Vegas it was the inaugural rules for this team. So yeah, Seattle, GMs are going to be smarter. Yeah, they're now. learning from their mistakes. <laughs> they're going so to make more be trades. A lot smarter. Yeah, and they're going to make a lot more trades. I think they're going to be – it's going it, to – I see what Bettman's doing. He's he's trying to create a lot more transactions within the league. So I do respect that. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of GMs kind of got caught yeah. with their pants down last time. So I think they're definitely going to be more aware this time. I'm cool with the same rules. Let's get a competitive team. You don't want a team uh, being at the bottom for long. Uh, they got a long time. They got a couple more, a couple years here to to scout and stuff. I think they should hire the GM as soon as they can. But yeah, I'm cool with the same rules. Like I said, though, I, I don't think it's going to be easy for them because GMs are going to be a lot smarter this yeah, time around. Yeah, for sure. And that was our Michael Phelps deep dive 
topic of the day. So, uh, Tom Wilson, he was involved in another controversial play, but he escaped with no suspension. Did you see that play the Come earlier on. this week? Come on, man. Really? What? <laughs> You're talking about yesterday? No, not yesterday. I'm talking oh. about the one that he was caught in. Yeah, it was... Okay. It's not suspension worthy. I don't think so at all. My issue with it was it was a little bit late. I had a little bit of a discussion with a couple buddies on Twitter and in a group chat. My issue with the hit is that he made no attempt. He ha- I felt like he had enough time to kind of avoid him, and I felt like he didn't avoid him enough. So it's, it's not suspension worthy, but I, I think he should have, like uh, with, his, with his rap and like his, what's the word I'm looking for here? With his reputation. Uh, reputation, thank you very much. With his reputation, try to show that you're kind of leaning towards changing your style of play. So I think had he made an effort to try to avoid the guy, it would have looked better for me, but I don't yeah, think it's suspension. Right? I mean, he's under the microscope now, so you're going to... Oh, bet, heavy. But it's just weird that he's always involved in these plays. But life comes at you fast, doesn't it, Wilson? Ryan Reeves lays out Tom Wilson with a Tom Wilson blonde, blind, not a blonde, <laughs> a blindside hit, and then stares him down, actually. And um, there was a tweet... So he was asked, you know, about the hit, uh, Ryan Reeves was, and he said, I thought he was just looking at his pass, and he ran into a lion in the jungle. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't like it. What do you think about the hit? I don't like it. I thought it was a dirty hit. It's a blindside hit. It shouldn't happen. It was late. his own medicine. Yes, but I'm one for an eye for an eye will make you, will will make the world blind, so... It, it honestly, Ryan Reeves is just as bad as Tom yeah. Wilson for doing it. So I guess he's not as predatory, though. I don't think Ryan Reeves. Yeah. He he has his. He's he, been he, suspended, he's, he's but been not known for so like, t- for chasing guys down. And stuff yeah, he's sure. a little bit of a nutcase too. But Tom Wilson, I think, is the the number one guy yeah, just because hey, it's happening listen, so often. If you you know if you play in the jungle, you might run into a lion. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Tommy. Tommy's hearing this in his head right now. <laughs> he ran into a lion. Tom, keep your head up. Don't be looking at those passes. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, I don't like the hit. <laughs> I don't. But I don't like it. It's just, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are happy today because it's Tom Wilson, but we don't want that in this league. We no. don't. It's just, you know, it's bad. I don't want to see it happen. I'm not going to sit here and, and give props to the guy for doing that. It just it shouldn't happen to any player. But hey, it is a little bit of karma too, so whatever. Um, Tyler Batuzzi was suspended uh, two games for roughing Matt Calvert from the bench. Yeah, it was kind of threw a couple stupid. punches. Yeah, can't do that. Play. Can't stupid do that play. From, from the bench. You're going to get suspended um, for that. Big news here. Willie Nylander and the Leafs. You know, they took it down to the wire. They got a deal done. Six years, 6.9 mil. Uh, 25 mil, I think, uh, signing bonus. And Dubas assured him that there, he won't trade him as long as he's GM. Breaking news. William Nylander has been traded. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, kidding. That's um, a terrible thing to tell your player. Yeah. You know? that looks that That's a brutal thing to say because if... Say you're wanting to trade the best right D in the league for William Nylander straight up. You're yeah. going to want to take that deal. 
So you don't make that promise to anybody because it makes you look bad, makes your reputation look bad, and people will look bad will look negative against you. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. It is what it is. Good um, deal. It's a good deal. It for is. Him. I think, man, the Leafs are gonna be scary now with that guy back up, and he's gonna make his debut tomorrow, which is Thursday. Yes. Um. Now it's time for some Habs news. All right. What so get on the docket. Uh, Nikita Sherback, as we all know, was lost on waivers to the LA Kings. Very sad. We're going to touch on that. that. That is very sad. Strikes a nerve in Gibby's brain. But um, yeah, a little bit of a lighter news. Uh, Victor Mete scores his professional, his first professional goal for the Laval Rockets. Hey, Victor. Wasn't, wasn't in the NHL, but hey, it's, yeah, a, it's a goal. Good for Victor. It's a goal. Good for Vic. Um, Jonathan Drouin earns the Molson Cup for the month. Cup for the month of November. He had three stars of, of the game honors and tallied six goals, six assists in the month. Ah, good Pretty for good. Him. 12, good for him, yeah. 12 points. Not bad. Good, Johnny. Yeah, he's looked, he's looked a lot better lately. He has looked a lot better lately. He's trying to, trying to play the defensive Yeah, game he's now. looked good. He looked good. So, yeah. Uh, Laval Rocket signed Simone Dupre. To a PTO. D Depre. Depre, sorry. Depre, yeah. I don't, this make, is a weird one. Doesn't make sense to me. I didn't get it. Like, it, this one kind of just, what the heck? Well, first of all, like, what the hell was he waiting for? We offered him a contract at the beginning of the season. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Like, he went on a long vacation and said, okay, I want to play the hockey. Yeah. Eh. I was, eh. so, I don't follow the HL. I don't follow Laval too much. Um, I listened to, from the press box earlier today, uh, shout out Amy and Rick. Um, and they brought up a good point. They're the Laval Rocket are struggling to score. Okay, so you're looking to bring a guy in that will help with the offensive game. So you sign a guy who's a defenseman. Yeah, it's I just kind of weird. Who and and judging and judging from their roster, they have a lot of capable defensemen there, especially now with Mete and. And Alzner, Alzner yeah. it's kind of weird. It's a weird thing. I don't know. Something fishy's going on here. Yeah, and I don't know. And maybe the only thing I could think of is like, I mean, he does have a, a big shot. He has a good yeah, shot. So maybe that's they, what maybe Rick said. They, they were expecting yeah. him to be uh, like a power play sparker. Yeah, because their maybe, power play's been terrible. Yeah, maybe that can help. We'll see. I don't know. It's still kind of a head scratcher. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, World Juniors is coming up. So seven Hab- Habs prospects will try out for spots in the World Junior Classic. Uh, Nick Suzuki. Josh Brook, Ryan Paling, Caden Primo, Jesse Yolin, Yolonen, Yolonen, Jacob Olofsson, and Alex Olaf Romanoff. Olaf Gustafsson? Olaf Gustafsson, <laughs> yes. Uh, Alex Romanoff was the last guy. So, yeah, interesting. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm to see excited all of them. for this year's. I just, I've, there's a lot of good prospects for yeah. the Habs. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, I can't wait for it. Uh, today's song of the day is by No Mercy. And uh, we're dedicating it to Sherback. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Where do you go, my lovely? Where do you go? I want to know, my lovely.
right, Gibby. What's up? So, the story of Nikita Sherback. Where do you go, my lovely Nikita? So, give me your version of the story. What happened with Nikita? Um, basically, what happened was, uh, see, what had happened was, um, honestly, I'm still baffled at what, to ha- what exactly happened. Um, in the wise words of Lewis, Nikita, oh, Nikita, <laughs> what have you done to yourself? Yes. Listen, okay do, I, okay, do I think he is to blame due to his lack of ability to grow as a player? Yes. Do I think his attitude issues, he has attitude issues, sorry, and, can, and can't really take constructive criticism properly? Perhaps. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not coaching staff to know. But I, I, judging from the outside looking in, I'd say yes. But the issue, the issues with me, I think the fault is, it lies on the management, okay? They mm-hmm. grew very thin on patience with him. Yeah. Like, he's only 22 years old. Yeah, still, he's still young. Still very young. And what really bothers me this season was with injuries to Armia, Delorier, all those guys, he didn't play one game. Not one game did he play. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of that throws me off. It, it makes me wonder, like, what exactly went wrong and why weren't they giving him an opportunity to play? Like, there, I, I was tweeting about it when he was claimed off uh, waivers from L.A., there's something going on there. There is. I'm not sure what exactly it is. I'm not going to speculate what it is, but there's something going on there that Mark Bergerman is not telling us, and it bothers me because this whole transparency thing that he's trying to show, it's not transparent right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of confused that, yeah. as to what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the story, listen, late first rounder, kind of a late bloomer. Yeah, right? still late, still blooming. Yeah, Um or not blooming. Yeah. Um, I think he had some opportunity in previous years, but didn't really run away with it. Last year was one of those years. He, he, you know, he was in the lineup. He didn't really run away with it. Yeah. Zero opportunity though this year, and like you said, I think the the management lost patience with him. So I, you know, I I'm not gonna say he he blew me away at training camp. A lot of people were upset with his training camp. They expected more, mm-hmm. and you know, I just there was an opportunity there. But I agree with you. I think that there's something going on behind the scenes, right? I mean, you heard it from him. He said the coach barely spoke to him. Like, something was going on there. And it just seems like they just didn't give him that chance. Um, And I I have to blame management for this because you lose another player you drafted for nothing. Yeah. Like, listen, man, you got guys that are a dime a dozen like Chapu and Agostino who could easily slip through waivers. It's poor asset management again. Uh, it's a bad look, and it's very unfortunate. You know, I I always thought that this guy could be a top six guy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, injuries in the lineup. There was the opportunity for him to, to step into this lineup. And it just, I don't know what happened, where it went bad, but I don't like the way he's he was treated. And, um, you know, I just ho- hope for the best for him in the future. What do you think, though? What's it, what are your expectations for this player going forward? Um. Honestly, my expectations for him is pretty simple. Um, I think he'll prove to be a serv- serviceable guy, third-line guy um, in L.A. with second-line upside. He could potentially have that second-line mm-hmm. upside should he develop and adjust himself to a two-way hockey-minded player, which has always been his downfall. People yeah. think that he's not. He, he doesn't have that 200-foot hockey, um, and he's more an offensive-minded guy. 
So I think he just he needs to adjust his gameplay. And hopefully if he does, I think he could become a second line guy because he's got he's got the talent. He's yeah. got the skill. Yeah, I think he has the potential to be. I always thought he could be a top six guy. Yeah. And he could be like a second wave of the power play guy. He's a good passer. I think that he he works well on the power play. Um, you know, maybe he's not suited for this Habs team and will fit in the, the Kings organization. He looks like he will fit. It looks like he would suit their style. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why this is a loss for the management because – you know, trade a one-for-one one prospect for prospect. That would have been a lot more palatable for me. But, you know, it's just, I don't know what to expect from this guy. It's It was shitty the way it ended, and I, you know, I wish him the best, really. Yeah. I, I do. Um, another guy who is still here, and he's young. And will be here for a long time. Mr. Kotka Niemi. Now, he did get an assist yesterday, but he's been a little bit quiet in his last few games. Ice time kind of slowly going down. What do you see in his game? Um, okay, so he's been quiet, but listen, he's still young. Take it easy. Be patient. Um, one thing I do notice with him that's a very big positive in my eyes is I like how, okay, he's young, so he's going to make the mistakes. How you react to those mistakes after the fact shows a lot about you and he what impresses me the most is that he's able to shake it off he's shaking off the mistakes and he's just looking forward he's just moving past the mistake he's and just feeding off of how he's playing in the now and not looking at his mistakes um i honestly i thought it was a bad decision um keeping him here mm-hmm. right and initially. not sending him initially i'm gonna change that the reason why I thought that it was a bad idea was based off of how we were managing our players before, i.e. an example is Galchenyuk. Um, I feel like the new approach, it's more, it's more free. They're allowing him to make some, his mistakes, allowing him to learn from his mistakes, mm-hmm. whereas if he were in the juniors or out in um, Finland... He would make the mistakes, but he's not learning from his mistakes in the NHL. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that approach that they're doing. And I honestly, I really, I really do think that he is going to be a cer- really good player. Like, so you think the NHL is the right I place think, for his development? I think the NHL is perfect for his development right now at this point in time based off of how the coaching staff is handling him. So I do like how they're handling, and I do think it's the right decision for his development. So you don't? Do you think he should go to the World Juniors, or at that at this stage, no? Um, it's so tough to say. Honestly, I think it's so tough to say. Uh, regarding the juniors, I think honestly, you leave it up to him. That's not going to be a very f- well. I popular. think if you leave it to him, he's going to say no. I'm going to. I want to stay. <laughs> then that's fine. You leave it up to him. If he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to go. Listen, when I look at Coca Niemi though, I swear, like it, on the bench, just like always, like li- like <laughs> sp- like listening to conversations. <laughs> he looks like a kid who's watching his favorite cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> he's honestly, just always smiling and laughing. He, he's just embracing yeah, everything. He really, I he's love soaking it. it all in. He really is. Um, honestly, I think I think if he wants to go, you allow him. If he doesn't want to go, whatever. He doesn't want to go. I don't think it works like that, though. I, I mean, they are going to make the decision. For yeah, of him. course. What's best for the team? What's best for the player? Of course. He's got no say in this. Now, if he wants, if, if, okay, so if they, based off of management, then if they feel like it might help his well, development. Well, what do you feel like? What I feel? That's what I want to know. What I feel is, you know what? Let him go. 
let him experience it. Really? Yeah, let him experience it. And it's not like I said, it's not going to be a favorite uh, opinion here. But let him experience it because he is still young. Let him, let him show his show off his talents in the future. With all the future prospects, yeah, show what he's capable of. I, I gotta disagree with you. Yeah, that's fine. You can disagree, but and the, to to counter that, people are also nervous that he's gonna get injured there. There's a lot of negatives to it, so I'm kind of like on the fence about it. I'm not. I'm not against him going. I'm also not against him staying on the team. So it's honestly, it's a it's a management thing. Let them make it. I think they'll make the right one. Yeah, listen, the kid's doing just fine. He's an 18-year-old, you know. Of course, like, believe me, there's a part of me that wants to see him go to the World Juniors and, and light it up. Yeah. There is a part of me. But, I mean, look at Mete last season. I mean, it didn't necessarily make him a better player, right? No, it didn't. He went, he had a good tournament, came back, got injured. I mean, it didn't make him a better player. Listen, the kid was already playing with men, okay? Mm-hmm. So I think this is where he belongs. I think he was ready for this step. I mean, he's smart enough. I th- that's the difference. He's smart enough to be here. So my comparison is going to be like a kid who jumps up a couple grades. Who's you know he, he's too smart. He's too smart for the other kids, and keeping him down in those grades is a waste of time. It's going to be boring because he's not learning, right? That's exactly what's going on here. He needs to gain the experience. He needs to gain strength, and he'll be just fine. But over here. I think the one thing that makes him stay is he's smart. He's mm-hmm. a smart hockey His player. His hockey sense is phenomenal. And he's, he's making mistakes, yes, but he's working through them. Um, this is the right place for this, this player, and I don't think it's going to affect his growth at all. You know, I think this kid is the future. I think that he's going to stay here for the full season. He's the future, and the future is now. You like that? I like it. Um, I like it a lot. The Brett Kulak experiment, man. Mm-hmm. Can he be Shea Weber's full-time partner? And what is this player's ceiling? Um, honestly, I like I like Brett Kulak. Uh, I think I really like his play. I feel like in the defensive zone, he is solid. He's steady. He moves the puck really well. He's very good at transitioning into the offensive zone. My my negative on him would be he doesn't play the body very much. He's more of a no. Play. People play the body on him. He's got yeah. He gets bodied <laughs> heavy. Um, his he uses his stick a lot, which is a positive. But he doesn't use the body. And there's been times where he's actually got caught in the offensive zone trying to jump up a little bit. So that's his negatives. Um, as for his, his as for Shea Weber being his full time partner, I don't see him being a full time partner for Shea Weber. But I think for now, it's working. So you stick with what's working. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly still am a strong believer that in order for us to jump over the hill that we're on right now, we need to get a solid top two left-handed D guy. Yeah. Um, but as for Brett Kulak, the ceiling for him, I can see him being a second pairing D man. Um, my knock on him again is I think he needs to, because I think he's about 6'2", 185 pounds. I think he needs to bulk up a little bit. I sh- he should bulk up a little bit, and I feel like he needs to he needs to be a little bit more aggressive. He doesn't necessarily have to be like hitting guys. He just has to play. He 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 can be be harder to play against. Harder right? to play against. Be but in their be in their right? face. But 
he, he maybe he's more like a Josh Georges kind of guy, like you know, steady, which is making which is the smart second, plays. Which and Josh Georges was a second. Yeah, and he, he was efficient. I think yeah. that that's what you're looking. I'm not to, right? listen for Kulak. I'm not looking for anything spectacular. I'm looking for a guy that can come in and solidify our D men because our D is so all over the place. So I'm looking for a guy in Brett Kulak that can be a second pairing D man. And I do feel like he can be that guy. Yeah. See, I think for sure. The one thing you've noticed is he's an upgrade on Mete and Willette. He's been a lot better than both of them have been. Yeah. Um, He's got some NHL experience, and it shows. That's for sure. Like, you could see it. I think he's a six guy. I think that that's where he'll settle into. Mm -hmm. I think he could be on your third pair, which is where he played in Calgary mostly. I think that that's where he's his best fit. Um, I think him playing so well with Weber is more of a a testament of how good Weber really is. I feel like you can almost put anybody with Weber. He's going to make them look good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and... I agree. I just don't think it's something we can put in stone yet. It's just, it's just not. Um, but then again, we thought an aging Markov, right, was was going to be a terrible idea to, to pair up with Weber, but both of them just complimented each other yeah. so well, and maybe this could work out the same. Obviously, Kulak is not Markov. I'm not saying no. that. I'm just saying sometimes what the other guy lacks, the other guy brings, maybe that's that's what's happening. I do notice that Kulak is jumping in the play. He's trying to create offense. I think that's the role that they kind of gave him. I mean, so far it's been okay. He's, he's getting a lot of shots on net. That's mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed. He's putting the puck on net a lot, especially because people are taking away Weber's shot, so you're going to leave Kulak open. So if he can start to score some goals, maybe <coughs> it could work out. But yeah. I think that, like like you said, I mean, just it's getting the job done for now. So, just stick with it for yeah, now. But it, obviously, it. I don't think it's uh, not. It's not the long term thing. No, I think eventually we might have to give Mike Riley a shot to see if that could be the pairing of the future. Mm-hmm. But for now, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's just enjoy the ride. Yeah, the Kulak coaster. Um, so one thing I've noticed is just watching on TV. I know I'm not there, but still. You can kind of tell watching from TV. Has the Bell Center kind of lost its atmosphere, that home advantage? What are you seeing? No, I don't think so. Honestly, I, 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 don't, I don't see that at all. Um, we still have a positive winning record this season at home. Um, and plus, like, based off of what Do- like guys like Domi, Domi, they're, they're saying you hear all of them talking about how electric the fans are and how it helps spark the team and allows them to por- perform well. So to say that we lost the, the the advantage, the home advantage, I don't agree with it. But when I am there and we are losing, I will say one thing. We're dead silent. And that's something that I don't like. So if you, if you, if you can say something that needs to be fixed in the term, in terms of how the fans are, Try to pick the guys up when we're seats down. Seats, too, though. Seats, I've noticed some empty seats, man. That's something you didn't really that's, see that's, too much. That's the pricing, man. Yeah, it's too expensive there. Yeah, it could be. But it's it's worse here in Toronto. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. No, I know. That's, yeah. It's like, cool. I'm not, I, that's, I've seen a lot more empty seats, for sure. I mean, and I think that it, it I've noticed throughout the game, there's just, if especially if things nothing's going on, it gets a lot quieter. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I don't know if it's just because I'm paying more attention to it that I'm noticing it, but I just find that it hasn't been the same. I mean, I know the home record isn't the greatest, and 
You, you see a lot more young guys or French guys come in there and just like love playing at the Bell Center. It's like not a, it's not really like a, a tough place to play at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just feel like you know, especially on Saturday night, back in like in the day, Mister Saturday yeah. Night, Carey Price at the Bell Center. I think it's like this is going to be hard to get. I think that's that what w. it is. I think that's what it is. Too. It could be Carey Price could be Struggling. a factor. Could be yeah. a factor, but it just feels like something is missing there. It's just like it's it it's not as tough to play there as it used to be, and it could be the way the team is constructed too. Because I mean, I feel the home team controls the matchups, and we don't necessarily have the matchups to kind of out totally outclass a team where you know, like every time we put these guys on the ice, we're 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 getting chances. I mean, yes, it happens from game to game, but I don't think we just have those guys who we know when we get that matchup, they're going to totally outclass you. That could be a factor, but. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, I think with the success and as the team grows, it is a young team. I hope that we can make the Bell Center a building that you don't want to play in, you know, because you're going to lose. That's what I want it to be again. Mm-hmm. I want Mr. Saturday Night back. I want these French guys to come here and pee in their pants and lose <laughs> because they, they just keep letting it lighten us up. Any hometown guy who doesn't play for us, comes there and scores any rookie, rookie goalie. It's like, I don't know what's going on. They're if they need to, They need to bring in like somebody who, a sorcerer or something like that to, to they got the evil eye at the Bell Center right now. You know what I mean? They got to bring somebody <laughs> over there and going on. throw some holy water, whatever it is, a ritual, some incense. <laughs> they got to get the, the bad vibes out of some that Some sage. Yeah. Like, sage the room. <laughs> you know, what's that? Um, Paula Alto or something. <laughs> There's all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff nowadays that people are burning. You see, like people burning those sticks, and that's what the Bell Center <laughs> needs—like a séance to get the bad vibes. I'm just picturing. <laughs> I'm just picturing something. Imagine, like, in a game where there's no game going on. There's nothing going on. The lights are off, and there's just people in black robes with like <laughs> candlesticks just walking down the aisles, yeah, <laughs> just getting all the bad juju out of this. Out of the I'm telling stadium. you, man, somebody needs to do that. I'm, I'm gonna write an email to Bell Center Management Club 1909. <laughs> see if we can get this. We thing. need we need to sage this the arena, okay? <laughs> get like 26 people just walking down the aisles in black robes. We're done. Just burning sage, and that's it. <laughs> okay, we solve the problem. Um. All right, moving on. <laughs> it's uh, almost all-star time. Voting yeah. is beginning. Who are you voting for to represent the Montreal Canadiens? My uh, very obvious pick is Max Domi. Max Domi is my guy. Uh, yeah? Yeah, 100%. He leads the team, 30 points. He's got 13 goals, thir- uh, 17 assists. He's already surpassed his goals total for the past two seasons. He's on, pr- uh, he's on pace to break his goals and assist totals. He's on pace currently for 35 goals, 50, 50 assists, 85 points, which Woo! is more than, a, more than a point per game. So it's, it's a pretty impressive season. And also having a great first season with the Habs and becoming a fan favorite, I think he's really – I think he's solidified his pick there. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. I'm not going with Carey Price. I'm not going with Shea Weber. I mean, Shea Weber should go – I told you. We've spoke about this before. I think specific Hardest people – Hardest shot. Yeah, like Paul Byron should go race McDavid – um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like Weber should go for the shot, me, me. but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Max Domi, yeah. 13 goals, 17 assists, 30 points already leads the team and he's a center. Yeah. He's a center. Yeah. Well, like, he's our, he's a center on our team. No, Let's, he's a center. Uh, he is a center. Yeah, he's got okay. 30 points, man. He's a center. Okay. 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 Um, 
And on top of that, it'll be a smack in the face to uh, Alex Galchenyuk and the Coyotes. You know, he's doing what we what we expected Chucky to do, what we always wanted him to do. Max Domi came here and is doing that. So why not? Should be Max Domi. He should be the guy to go to the All-Star game. Someone should be petty on Twitter and just like get like highlights of uh, Domi over the season and be like, this is what you, this is what we want. Well, the number you, one Rubin thing is if he makes the All Star. Yeah, that'd be you know. Yeah, that'd be a shot to the heart. All right, now shot to the heart. Now <laughs> it's time for the goat and the donkey of the week. All right, who's it gonna be, Gibby? All right, so who's your goat of the week. My goat of the week is Odell Beckham. Oh, yeah. Odell? <laughs> Odell. Um, this past week, he threw a 49-yard touchdown pass to Russell Shepard. Um, but that's not all. What's truly amazing to me is that this isn't his first TD pass he's thrown this year. Okay? He threw a 57-yard TD pass earlier in the year. He's got two, D, two TD passes as a wide receiver. Eli Manning, as a starter, has 13 more TD passes with 15 total, um, if you didn't do math. <laughs> with three, with four hundred and thirty-four more passing attempts, the man is the goat. On top of that, okay, <laughs> on top of that, he's got a thousand fifty-two uh, receiving yards, six receiving touchdowns. So a total, there have been fifteen touchdown passes with Manning and Beckham combined. Beckham has been a part of fifty-three percent of the touchdowns mm-hmm. for and, the New York Giants, and through two of his own, and through two. So the man is the goat. So they said they need a quarterback. Look no further. You That's have it. your quarterback. Eli, step aside. Here comes the GOAT. The man. My GOAT of the week is Shea Weber. Ooh. The man mountain. He returned Ooh. after a full year without hockey. Comes back into this new age, speed-driven NHL. They said he was too old. They said he can't keep up. They said he's just injury-prone and he will sit forever. Well, guess what? He comes back, has three points and five games, has destroyed one player at least in every game <laughs> with a hit. Yeah. Uh, and he's showing the world that he's not over the hill and why we chose him as our captain. Easy choice for me. He is the goat of the week. <laughs> donkey time. Donkey. Okay, my, my donkey of the week is uh, Kareem Hunt. Ooh, Kareem. A man with such a fantastic future in the NFL. The running back has been released and put on the NFL exemption list due to a video of him beating a woman in a hotel lobby. Now, there's a few reasons that, I'm, that he's the donkey. First off, there's going to be cameras around. You will not get away with it. I'm not saying there shouldn't be cameras. You can do it if there's no cameras. I'm just saying there's cameras. You're going to get caught. Second, why are you laying your hands and feet on a woman? I think it's time that domestic violence be taken a bit more seriously in the sporting world. An automatic one-year ban from the league you participate in. That's it. Second offense, which shouldn't even happen, you get banned permanently. Uh, I'm, comp- I'm completely against beating women and children. So and men. That. And men. Everybody. No okay. beating. I'm, don't, I'm don't just <laughs> against domestic violence. So for that, you are the biggest donkey this week. Yeah, I'll give him two dollars. He deserves it. My donkey this week is Marc Bergevin. Okay. Marc, you know, he's, he's been getting in my good books lately. He really has. But losing Sherback, 
for nothing, especially with waiver-eligible players in the lineup, with guys who, who have not performed this year, who could have easily sat down. It's just unacceptable, man. It's unacceptable. If you don't want him to be part of the team and he's not working in the lineup, then you work him in. You play him, you create some interest, and you get something for him. You don't walk away empty-handed, Mark. That's that's a terrible management decision, and it was a donkey move. It was really a donkey move. And uh, you're my donkey of the week? He's a jacked donkey, though, man. Guy's <laughs> that, that donkey's doing some heavy chin-ups. <laughs> yeah, that's G, that is not GMO. That no. is... That is with GMO, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a with GMO donkey. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Have a listen is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a Rocket Power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at rocketsportsmedia.com. This podcast is brought to you by Rocket Sports Media. Be sure to visit allhabs.net to gain access to our podcasts and articles from all of our team members. Also, download the Sunspot app. Don't you want to know what the next hot app is going to be? Well, here it is. Download the Sunspot app. Create a room, invite your friends, and join the journey as this turns global. Sunspot, connecting people with creators. Out of the game. Back, back, back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> it's Lou, is and Gibby and Friends. Sorry, got distracted by that great song. Yeah. Um. So sorry, we had to take a break. I was thirsty, but I was also hungry, man. Real Were hungry. You? And yeah, you know, what did we munch on, Gibby? Well, today we munched on sizzle popcorn. And for oh, those of you that delicious. don't know, sizzle popcorn in Montreal offers mobile popcorn station services with full service. Their popcorn is made vegan and is absolutely delicious. Their stations are super fun, come with six shaker flavors, including ketchup, all-dressed, and cheddar. Their services will definitely sizzle up any event. Check them out at www.sizzlepopcorn.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I went crazy today. I added the ketchup with the cheddar, just double flavor. Ooh. That's an it interesting. Great. Yeah, it was great. Interesting. Fantastic. I'm just I'm just a classic guy. It's delicious. Actually, I, I I like cheddar sometimes. I'm not a ketchup guy. 
<laughs> All right, now it's time for Quick Thoughts. <coughs> Quick Thought, Gibby. Yeah, what's up? If you were a child of a professional athlete, would you prefer your parent to be an elite player, kind of, you know, get, your name is out there, so maybe you get a little bit of a, an advantage, or would you want them to just kind of be a mediocre player, just enough to have the name there, and it'll be a lot easier to live up to their legacy? Um, I'm more of a, I like challenges. So I'd like a, 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 an elite player as my father. Um, just so once I surpass, you just want to ride his coattails, no. get it in easy and get paid. No, and no, just no, 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 no. Once I surpass <laughs> his legacy, I can yeah, rub it in his face. Yeah, what if it's like a Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, like a guy that you know you just can never I can surpass. You can't, I can do it. you can do it. I can do it. I've already done it. Come on. I'm sure there is people out there like kids who are the son. They're sons of really good athletes like LeBron James. Son, LeBron for James. His son. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be real Cristiano, hard. Cristiano Ronaldo. It's gonna yeah, be tough, right? Okay, fine. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the Max Domi, Max Domi type. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that okay. would be the second thing where you can. Fair enough. His, his I father. Still, I still want the challenge, and if I fail, I fail because the guy's the best. Yeah, so. I think I would kind of be the Max Domi type too, where I would want to create the legacy. Yeah. Be the creator. Have my father, the guy who kind of yeah, yeah, got my foot in the door. Thanks, pops. Let me take yeah, it from thanks, here. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I'll take it from here. That's I think uh, what I would want. Fair enough. Um, now, I've, obviously, the Habs have uh, an important week with the home-and-home. Home. Uh, they took the first one with Ottawa. So do you think that the NHL should have more home-and-home home series games during the regular season, especially with the division? I think that, like, for the mm-hmm. playoffs, kind of getting ready. Do you think they should do more of these? Yeah, and I think, honestly, I think um, a proposition to the NHL should be near the end of the season is when you play your division games. A lot of your division games. So right now there's what? Four. You play four each, right? Yeah, I believe you play everybody four times. Yeah. So my proposition is you play near the end of the season. You get home and homes. And like this, it sparks a rivalry within the division. And then it also, you have playoff. You potentially have playoff implications. So it's that much more meaningful to win those games. And it creates a playoff atmosphere in the buildings, and it gets yeah. it kind of like it kind of like sparks up the uh, the potential playoff atmosphere. I, I like these things, I really do. I think they do, should do more of them. Like this is an important week. Like, and then one team wins the first game, it really feels like the playoffs. Almost yeah. like now the next team comes back wants revenge. I mean, I, I enjoy these home and home series. I think that they should do more of them, especially within the division. It kind of will create a playoff type atmosphere, but in the regular season. Agreed. Now it's time for a game of true or doo-doo. So I'm going to, obviously, people who listen, you know how it works. I'm going to give you some scenarios. You're going to tell me if it's true or doo-doo. If it is true, then you will receive a correct answer sound. And if it's a doo-doo, you will receive a fart sound. So, Gibby, let's start with this. Mm -hmm. True or doo-doo? Kenny Agostino finishes the season with the Montreal Canadiens. Doo-doo. Because guys like Armier are coming back. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's going to slot in. He's obviously, him and Shapu are obviously the guys that are going to be 
withered out of the lineup. So I think Kenny Agostino. Uh, and plus, there might be some moves that Bergevin makes at the trade at trade deadline. Whatever. I don't think I don't see him finishing. So he'll be back with Laval. Yeah. Okay. True or doo doo? Nikita Sherback will end up on waivers again sometime this season. This is a tough one. I'm gonna say doo doo. All right. Elaborate. I think I think LA really likes him. Um, they were number. He hasn't even played a game. <laughs> no, but obviously, obviously they like him. He would. They like his hair. They were number one they like- on. They were number one on the waiver uh, wire to pick him up, and they instantly snatched him. He's 22 years old, so he's still kind of that Brink prospect guy. Um, and LA doesn't exactly have that many. They're they're aging guys, mm-hmm. so I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep on hold on to him, and I think he's gonna do. I think he he'll fare well there. I okay. think he will. Sounds good. Plus, uh, uh, Kovalchuk just got uh, yeah, injured, yeah. surgery, so he he can slot up. Okay. Number one center duties, true or doo-doo, are catching up to Phil Deneau. Uh, I think that's true. Um, he obviously isn't a number one center. Yeah. We all know that. Um, and I think that it's slowly catching up to him. It's showing that he's not a number one center. Um we do need a number one center. We have our number one center. So just be patient. It's working right now. So I think you just, you go with yeah, that. Yeah, it's by committee, right? Yeah. And we actually spoke about this. Try out Kotkaniemi. See how he fares there. Yeah, I think it's, I'm fine with the way things have gone. Yeah. Um, true or doo-doo? The Pittsburgh Penguins are finally over the hill. True or doo-doo? True. This team is... A team that has gone that went back to back to win championships, constantly in the playoffs and always making noise in the playoffs. I'm gonna radio you here because when they win the cup again this year, I'm gonna you know take this clip and I'm gonna play it all over Twitter. What do you mean? <laughs> when Pittsburgh wins the cup, you, you're, saying you're saying that they're gonna. No, win I'm the just cup? saying if they do. Okay, so you're gonna use that to my <laughs> advantage. No, you're saying they're over the hill, right? What do you mean over the hill? Yeah. Wait, what's your definition of over the hill? Like they they suck. Oh, I thought you meant like got over the slump type of thing. No, like over the hill, they're done. They're oh, going down. Okay, then that's doo doo. Give it a doo doo. Come on, you don't understand over the hill expression. Over the hill, over the they got over the hump. That's what I thought. No, no, wrong expression. All right, well that question was a doo doo on Gibby's part. My apologies. <laughs> Give it another doo doo. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. True or doo doo? It's okay to fall asleep in a self driving Tesla. True or doo doo? No, it's not. That's doo-doo, man. <laughs> Why? Because what? technology has been created <laughs> from humans. Humans are known to make mistakes. Something will happen if you fall asleep in a Tesla that's self-driving. <laughs> yeah, there well, there be... was a report this week that it did happen. They exactly. Caught, they caught an impaired driver in a self-driving Tesla. Well, okay. It's either you drive drunk or you, Jesus, take the wheel type of thing. So it's kind of like... <laughs> It's kind of, I respect that guy for falling asleep <laughs> rather than trying to drive drunk. Yeah, well, it's a self-driving car, so yeah. whether he was awake or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, true or doo-doo? Your Christmas tree must be green. True or doo-doo? Yeah, that's doo-doo. Really? Yeah, you're not, I mean, you're not going to have a Christmas tree that's like red. But well, no, but you see a lot of people now with white with the Christmas white. That's trees, what I mean. black Christmas that's what I mean. trees, real black. modern. Yeah, I've seen black, black. Christmas trees. To, yeah, to, that's to, terrible. That's yeah, a doo doo. Like, that's like to, to match like their apartment. No, that's terrible. Like you know, easy. Like, Doesn't have to be green. I I respect. I I accept green, white, 
that like frosted look, but you cover the tree with a lot of ornaments. So it kind of doesn't matter what color, but black, whoever that was, <laughs> tell them to give black it up. Black with white ornaments, no? Tell them to give it up. <laughs> black and white. So you're okay with different colored trees? Uh, to a certain extent. Okay. So what is, what is acceptable? Green? Green, white. I don't Green know. and white, that's it? What other colors are you going to really do? What, yellow? Red? I guess red, yeah, you could do red. You can, uh, no, that's trash. Uh, you might be able to do red. Red and, and, and green. And accent it with green. Yeah, yeah, yeah red okay. and green. Okay. I'm a what about, interior yeah, designer. Red is good. Gibby's Habs. interior What about red design. and blue? Like Habs, Habs, a Habs tree, that would be pretty cool. Red, white, and blue. Yeah, sure. Bleu, blanc, rouge. <laughs> All right, that was another edition of True or Doo. Thank you for participating. No problem. You know what time Thanks it is now, Gibby? What time is it, Lewis? Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports Picked Weekly. How did By I us. do? Yeah, okay. Whatever. Um, all right. I'll start off with you two delinquents. So yeah. last week, Lizzie and Lewis went 2-0. Woo, woo, woo. Gibby went 1-1. One one, okay. So Lizzie took San Jose to beat Ottawa 5-3, Ottawa 1-6-2. So check mark for her. Nashville, Chicago. Lizzie took Nashville 4-2, Nashville 1-5-2. Check mark for Lizzie again. Another one. Lewis, Calgary versus LA. The last place team that <laughs> Lewis chose and still said, oh, no, it's not that bad. Whatever. Uh, he chose Calgary 4-3, Calgary 1-4-1. Check mark for Lewis. Uh, Colorado, Detroit. He chose Colorado 5-2, Colorado 1-2-1. Check mark for them. Now, moving on to Gibby. <laughs> Had a rougher week, but I choose tough opponents. Yeah. Hey, that's your choice. Uh, no. Oh, you'll see. I went good this week. I'm catching up <laughs> to you guys. Don't you worry. You guys want to play that game? We can play that game. So anyways, uh, my last week's picks. New York Islanders versus Boston. I chose Boston 3-2. Boston 1-2-1. Okay, see, that's not that that was pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, that's not that easy, but whatever. Uh San Jose versus Ottawa. The return of Eric Carlson. You chose San Jose? I chose San Jose 4-1. And I said uh Carlson would get a goal in an apple. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> Didn't happen. So uh they ended up losing 5-2, I believe. All uh, right. So yeah. Uh, or sorry, 6-2. What's the records? I'm going to say it right now. Be patient. Is, uh, uh, that's, that's the bronchitis. The bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to got time for that. <laughs> um, Lizzie is now 11-7. and seven. Wow. Lewis is 9-9-1. Nine, nine and one. Oh, man. 500. I can't kick it. And Gibby is below 500 now. What, what's the... 8-10-1. <laughs> so my new picks, Okay. I'm going Toronto. This is Thursday, tomorrow. Uh, Toronto versus Detroit. I'm taking Toronto 4-2. Ooh. Buffalo versus Philly for Saturday. Taking Buffalo 3-0. Okay, fair. Yeah. I'll give you Lizzie's picks. What did she send me? She said that the Flames will beat Nashville on Saturday. Right? Saturday is the 8th? Uh, yes. You sure? Yeah. In- yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, Saturday's the 8th. So, yeah, the Flames will beat Nashville. Okay, and what's the, the score? And the score will be 4-3. Mm-hmm. And the Sharks will beat Arizona. And the score will be 3-1. Okay. So, not, not that easy. I'm going with Thursday. Or, no, sorry, a Friday game. 
Let me see here. I got this. Let me just make sure that it's Friday. And yes, it's Edmonton, Minnesota. I'm taking Edmonton 5-3. And then I'm taking a Sunday game. That's my new thing. I'm doing Friday and Sundays. Uh, and I will take Winnipeg to beat Philly 4-2. Oh, okay. Interesting. Another easy week for Lewis. No, that's not easy. Winnipeg and Flyers, man. Yeah, for and then I also Edmonton, Minnesota. I'm taking Edmonton to win. That's that's what a you, tough. What game. did you take for Winnipeg, Philly? What was it? Four two, for Winnipeg on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. That's kind of questionable to me, guys. Anyway, before we go, now it's time for a fantasy hockey update. I gotta know what your fantasy. All right. So last week, yours truly. Faced off against Lizzie, girl of Fleur. Grab my Pekka. Came through with the win. Hey. 7-5 for your boy, Gibby. Alzer Alzers, Mr. Lewis. I like my deep voice here. <laughs> deep. Um, You're listening to WGB. <laughs> uh, talk show radio. Uh, okay, so Alzers Alzers, Lewis's team, ended up beating Forever Canadiens fans. Fan. That guy was first place too. Yeah. Yeah. Nine three. Woo. Uh, team domination beat out Attitude Era six four. Rags to Riche and our very own from All Habs Blaine kissed their cousin with a six six tie. <laughs> uh, and then how you drew in currently in first place beat Montreal Rehab six five. Ooh, close one. Yeah, it was. It was a nail biter. Came down to the wire. Uh, Max Stroh World beat Pasta Primovera 7-3. Hey, that Max Stroh World, he needs to get some wins, man. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. I sent him a trade and it got vetoed, but we'll, we'll, we'll oh, talk we'll about it. We'll find out. We're going to investigate. Yeah, I'm going to investigate who vetoed it. It was a little lopsided, but whatever. <laughs> um, Our very own Treg struggling. <laughs> Bergie's fourth liners. Bergie's fourth liners. Loses 6-5 to I know what I'm drewing. Treg, give me a call. I'll teach you how to run a team, bud. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm playing Lizzie this week, so. Are you going to give Lizzie back-to-back losses? I'm trying to. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, yeah. I and mean, guys, I got an announcement. Oh. So, I'm pregnant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll be at the game Saturday. That's right. The Laval Rocket versus the Toronto Marlies. Yes, we will. We're going to be there. And if you guys want to visit us, give us a, a little DM. We'll take a On couple Twitter, pictures. Take a couple pics. Sign some, some, autographs, some autographs. Give you the signature. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, we'll go uh, scout some 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 teams. Scout some teams. We'll give you some commentary. Give We're going to be there with, with, the, we'll with, be live uh, tweeting. with some of the old guys. You know, bringing my pops, my neighbor. The Hab Five. And uh, we'll be there. So if anyone's yeah. around and you want to have a beverage, you want to share a pretzel with me, I'm cool. Yeah, we're cool with it, man. Not with Gibby. Actually, you got bronchitis. On. No, hold on. Hold on. Know. Let me do the math. I got four more. Ah, uh, I can't. I'm on antibiotics. Ah. Uh, Damn it. That's okay. Ah, uh, whatever. Have a Love Sprite. A couple Sprites. A couple, couple Sprites. A couple we'll bops. be there. So, uh, yeah, be there, be square. And uh, that's all we got for this week. See ya later.
Bye, have a great time.